Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. It was weird, right? I mean, that's the only way to describe Joe Biden yesterday. It was this, it was this moment of, this isn't who we are. This idea, this six-pronged approach on, on how to deal with COVID, and the answer is threat, 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 threat. That's, it was, it was, it was nuts. It, it was beneath us. It was obscene. But Joe Biden, he was, he was super proud to play tough guy against the American citizen. What more do you? He was just overjoyed, it seemed to me, by this idea. What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe, and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. You've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. So please do the right thing. No, you didn't ask us to do the right thing. Hold on a second, President Biden. Let us dig in to exactly what it is you did. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, at Tony Katz. Everything at TonyKatz.com. You didn't ask us to do the right thing. You told us what you're going to do to us. You looked at the Constitution and you said, and I'm quoting here, and you said you're going to do this to us for our own good because you know best. Just so we're clear, that's what happened. If you have all these people who have already been vaccinated, then you just got to keep convincing people to get vaccinated. Now you want to force them to get vaccinated because you don't feel you can convince enough people because, after all, everything you've done clearly isn't enough. What more do we have to do? We made it safe. We made it free. We did that. Yet it's not enough. wonder why that is. Maybe it has something to do with government confusion. Maybe it has to do with not trusting Dr. Fauci. Maybe it has to do with not trusting Kamala Harris saying she wouldn't take the vaccine because Trump said to take the vaccine. Maybe it had to do not with those Trump supporters, but with black Americans who are the ones not taking the vaccine. It doesn't matter what Jake Tapper has to say. Yeah, because I think what's important, uh, let me bring in uh, uh, Jeff uh, Zeleny. One of the things that's important here for us to, uh, to acknowledge is one of the biggest problems that the United States is having right now getting past this pandemic is that tens of millions of Americans are being lied to, are being misinformed, are being told a whole bunch of things that are contrary to what uh, the medical and scientific establishments say is true in terms of what's the best way to combat uh, this virus. Um, And the idea that this is the direction he's going, I understand why the president's there, and, and I certainly understand his frustration. But... The I, you know, he's proposing rules as if we're in a country that doesn't have this misinformation problem. Do you know what I mean? I mean, Jeff, uh, he he's he, he he wants to govern a country other than the one we have, which has, uh, you know, a political party, the Republican Party, uh, that too many members of it are embracing uh, anti-science. You mean all of those black men and women in the cities of New York and other places are members of the Republican Party, and we didn't know it? 
My gosh, someone fired the recording secretary. They're doing a crap job. What is he talking about? What mythology is Jake Tapper inventing? This fool of a took. Or is it took? Fool of a took. Fool of a took. Yeah, it was, it was a Lord of the Rings reference. Oh, I got it, and I loved it. And I, and I used that from preventing myself from using other four-letter words. That Jake Tapper, that's how to describe him. That's how low-rent and low-class he is. Because none of this is true either. There's not an anti-science conversation going on in the Republican Party. That isn't to say that there are some Republicans who might say, oh, I'm not taking that vaccine. You know, it tracks your movements. Well, you haven't been able to prove that doesn't uh, track the movements. (laughs) So (laughs) we'll leave it at that. I don't think it tracks the movements, people. But let me give you a little bit of this total failure on the science. Here you go. Disney, Tyson's Food, and even Fox News. The bottom line, we're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. We're going to reduce the spread of COVID-19 by increasing the share of the workforce that is vaccinated in businesses all across America. My plan will extend the vaccination requirements that I previously issued in the healthcare field. Already, I've announced we'll be requiring vaccinations at all nursing home workers who treat patients on Medicare and Medicaid because I have that federal authority. Tonight, I'm using that same authority to expand that to cover those who work in hospitals, home health care facilities. If you say to me that you need to get people vaccinated to keep the or, or keep, so that the you have to get vaccinated to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated workers, right? We're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. That's what you said, President Biden. Well, then Jake Tapper should be all over your stuff because you don't understand the science. The vaccine, which is really an inoculation, will never stop COVID from existing. There will be no eradicating COVID. You have the best doctors and scientists at your disposal, and you don't know this? Now, you're not the only one saying this. Chris Eliza there over the Washington Post. Put this out on Twitter so I feel fine in utilizing it. I don't know how else to express this. I am mad as hell and so sick of people who won't take a damn vaccine that is 90 plus percent effective. I am so angry that their selfishness and unwillingness to follow science endangers my nine-year-old son who can't be vaccinated yet. That's it. That, that was his, his tweet. It's, it's his son. Hey, I'm not going to tell, tell a man you know, how, to, how to raise his son. But we should be clear. Even if you're vaccinated, you can still spread COVID to your kid. You don't know that, Chris Eliza? You don't know that, Joe Biden? You don't know that, Jake Tapper? Maybe you should stop listening to Fauci and start listening to this show. You know something about science. The viral load can still exist in the person, in the nasal pharynx, wherever, wherever these viral loads exist. Regardless of vaccination status, the vaccine, the inoculation, is what helps you deal with it if you should get COVID and become symptomatic. It lessens the symptoms so you don't end up in hospitals, so you don't end up dying in the vast majority of cases. That doesn't mean that people who aren't vaccinated die. Of course they have. People who have been unvaccinated have had COVID for three days and feel better. Of course they have. This is a virus that is mostly survivable. 99% people. 
So people have a real argument to saying I don't need to get vaccinated. But the President of the United States, Jake Tapper of CNN, and Crystal Liz of the Washington Post, none of them know a damn thing about science to know that even if I'm vaccinated, I am not protecting my coworker. If I still went to the studio every day, I'm not protecting producer Ari and he's not protecting me. That's not what the vaccine, the inoculation does. To say otherwise is a lie. And that's what happened. That's what they all did. That's what they're all doing in collusion with one another. You want to know why people don't trust the mainstream media? It's because of this. They don't trust the president, and you've got two media outlets that won't even uh, fact-check the man. No fact-check to that bald-faced lie. What do you expect from Jake Tapper and Chris Saliza? Two failures who, unfortunately, make more money than I do. I don't know about Saliza. I don't know. If, I don't know. Definitely Tapper, and that's just, oh, that makes me sick to my stomach. Making you sick to your stomach is what you saw from Joe Biden yesterday. What you saw from Joe Biden yesterday was authoritarian. Authoritarian on how he's going to get the Labor Department through OSHA, Occupational Safety and Health Administration, to engage language, not via law, through some kind of emergency order, an agency that has dominion over our lives and we have no power against. Oh, the, the agencies have become the fourth uh, uh, branch of government, and we have to do away with all of them. Just burn them to the ground. Agencies like the TSA. In addition to testing, we know masking helps stop the spread of COVID-19. That's why when I came into office, I required masks for all federal buildings, on, on federal lands, on airlines, and other modes of transportation. Today, tonight... I'm announcing that the Transportation Safety Administration, the TSA, will double the fines on travelers that refuse to mask. If you break the rules, be prepared to pay. And by the way, show some respect. The anger you see on television toward flight attendants and others doing their job is wrong. It's ugly. Wow. That's the way a president of the United States speaks to citizens? He doesn't speak this way to the Taliban. He doesn't speak this way to China. He speaks this way to you, me, and we. And people are rightfully disgusted, disgusted by what it is he said. Because what he engaged in, what he engaged in, was the recognition of something that we have discussed here numerous times. And you know it true. No matter how much you don't want it to be true, it's true. We're talking about America or not. That's the conversation. The people who believe that the government can force you to do this and force you to do that and force businesses to do this and force businesses to do that, that is not America. Well, Tony, you, have any, you don't have any problems with uh, you know, inoculations for kids going to school. You can say no. But this was an inoculation for going to work. Well, the military requires all sorts of things. I'm not a member of the military. Next. And so we are clear, how many of your employers required you to get a flu shot? 
There could be some. Some people in the medical world, for example, could be required to get a flu shot. That's not my argument. How many people required this? Of all sorts. And the answer is minimal. None. And even they might have a procedure by which they could say we don't want this. The argument here is not one about vaccination. It is about who we are as people and the radicalness by which Joe Biden and Jake Tapper and Chris Saliza and the rest speak is based on power and control and not based on smart concepts. There's nothing wrong with a vaccine. Zero, by the way. It might not be for you. Yes, you can point out a hazard over here and I can point out 12 things that work over there and that's the way it goes. And then you make a decision, like a grown-up. I am sure there are people who have had reactions to MMR, mumps, measles, rubella. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there have had people had reactions to all sorts of things. I'm allergic to penicillin. Should I keep taking penicillin even though I'm allergic to penicillin? People make this decision for themselves. That's all there is to it. And there are people who opt out. You have to prove to people it works. Show them it works. Keep convincing them it works. Force is not the American way. But yet there are many people who are totally down with the idea of force. Which is why we are in this conversation of America or not. Which is why we looked at Joe Biden, the President of the United States yesterday, and we were disgusted by this authoritarian hellscape that he has now unleashed. And it's why I say that what Joe Biden did yesterday was more of a threat... to America, more of a threat to American democracy than anything that happened on January 6th. And that's not even a debate. I'm Tony Katz. Kamala Harris... She's in charge of making sure you don't think about Afghanistan anymore. Man, I'm telling you, you tell me that 200 Americans get out of Afghanistan. And I say to you, how is that possible when you told us the number was closer to 100? Reuters reported that Taliban authorities agreed to let 200 American civilians and third country nationals uh, evacuate and leave uh, on charter flights from Kabul. That was yesterday. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. My question is, didn't Ron Klain, the White House Chief of Staff, the resident liar, tell us that the number was closer to 100? Didn't uh, uh, Jake Sullivan, the National Security Advisor, tell us the number was closer to 100? So if 200 American civilians got on planes, the number wasn't closer to 100. And what happens if there are Americans still left, which I believe there are, then the number really wasn't closer to 100. It was just another lie. But hey, let's not talk about that. Let's continue to talk about abortion. Isn't that right, Vice President Harris? So I want to thank you all for being here today. We are going to have a robust and a candid conversation about what's going on in our country, and in particular what just recently happened in Texas. But I will repeat what I know you all know. The President and I are unequivocal in our support of Roe v. Wade and the constitutionality of Roe v. Wade 
and the right of women to make decisions for themselves with whomever they choose about their own bodies. And needless to say, the right of women to make decisions about their own bodies is not negotiable. The right of women to make decisions about their own bodies is their decision. It is their body. Unless, of course, we're talking about a vaccine. Well, Tony, if you're not vaccinated, you could hurt somebody else. I could hurt somebody else even if I'm vaccinated. The science, the science, the science, the science. Ari, we have to start drinking. Holla! I swear to you, these people are so anti-intellectual. But if we're going to talk about a decision that affects something other than just your body, it's abortion. Am I right or am I right? But if it's your decision on that and not your decision on a vaccine, man, you got to do the drinking. Or you already have been. These people are just remarkable. But remember, her job. Her job is to distract. Focus on this. Keep the the uh, the base uh, riled up. Don't discuss how you left Americans as hostages in Afghanistan. Don't discuss how you lied to our, our Afghani partners uh, and, and left them to die in Afghanistan. Don't discuss the Bo Bergdahl deal where you traded these Taliban prisoners for Bo Bergdahl's life and then they are now running the Taliban and are in charge. Don't uh, discuss the fact that somebody who has a $10 million bounty on their head is the interior minister for... For the Taliban. Don't discuss the U.S. arms that are being sold to China, the Black Hawk helicopters, and etc. Don't discuss those things. Scream about abortion some more. That's her job. That is her whole entire job. That's all. I mean, that, that's stunning. That is stunning. More stunning is how absolutely unpopular she is. I think it was uh, Jen Psaki who said that Joe Biden was going to campaign for, uh, for, for what's his name, Gavin Newsom in that recall election because of how popular he is in California. Is Biden popular anywhere right now? I mean, I don't know if I trust any data point. I don't know if I trust a, uh, a, a, a poll, but popular? Like Kirsten Chenoweth, Adina Menzel, popular? You're going to be popular. More show tunes than any other radio show in America. Hot diggity. That was from Wicked. This is Tony Katz today. hit a brick wall with trying to convince people to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Is that a sign that perhaps the federal government should step in and issue mandates? And if not, are you putting the needs of unvaccinated people ahead of the needs of vaccinated people? I think the question here, one, that's not the role of the federal government. Um, That is the role that institutions, private sector entities, uh, and others may take. That certainly is appropriate. Also, local communities uh, are going to take steps they need to take uh, in order to protect people in their community. So two months ago, Jen Psaki said government can't do this. And now it's like, oh, yeah, here you go. That's all. 
Just do some do some force right here. <laughs> nothing more, nothing less. And now Joe Biden wants you to know, oh, yeah, we, we do it in schools. Ah, yeah, vaccine mandates. It's nothing new. Don't be silly. Of course it's something new. Anybody vote on this? I've, I've, I've got people saying, hey, what about that 1905 Massachusetts decision? Uh, this is uh, a Supreme Court decision about um, vaccines and, and about how uh, it, it, it can be mandated as public health. Jacobson versus Massachusetts. And if Jacobson versus Massachusetts, and you're, you're, you've been hearing this everywhere, if this was something that the Biden administration could point to and say, look, we're allowed to mandate vaccines. That's all there is to it. You take it the end of it. Wouldn't he, be, wouldn't he have done that? Wouldn't he have done that? Instead, he went with an unelected bureaucracy of OSHA, Occupational Safety and Health Administration, through the Department of Labor, unaccountable, not elected by the people, to do his bidding. So tell me more about how this 1905 decision actually uh, creates the situation. It's a 7-2 ruling uh, that says uh, the state has the authority to enforce laws on mandatory vaccination. A state, not the federal government. So when people point to it, aren't they making a mistake right off the bat? But then again, making mistakes is what they do. I think it was the actress Deborah Messing who's like, sit down, right-wingers. We're allowed to do this and pointed to this case. It's Jacobson versus Massachusetts. Then you have a follow-up on that 1922 case, Zucht, Z-U-C-H-T versus King, that said the school district of San Antonio, Texas, could exclude student students who hadn't received required vaccinations. By the way, the, the case in 1905 had to do with smallpox, and the... Uh, the guy in question, Jacobson, was fined $5. The defendant insists that his liberty is invaded when the state subjects him to fine or imprisonment for ne- neglecting or refusing to submit to vaccination. That a compulsory vaccine law is unreasonable, arbitrary, and oppressive, and therefore hostile to the inherent right of every free man to care for his own body and health in such a way as to seem best, and that execution of such a law against one who objects to vaccination, no matter for what reason, is nothing short of of an assault upon his person. That's the argument. But the, the justice continues. But the liberty secured by the Constitution of the United States to every person within its jurisdiction does not import an absolute right in each person to be at all times and in all circumstances wholly freed from restraint. There are manifold restraints to which every person is necessarily subject for the common good. Now, this would be a conversation between the different, the differences, I should say, between liberty and freedom. They are different things. On any other basis, organized society could not exist with safety to its members. Society based on the rule that each one is a law unto himself would soon be confronted with disorder and anarchy. Real liberty for all could not exist under the operation of a principle which recognizes the right of each individual to use his own, whether in respect to his, of his person or his property, regardless of the injury that might be done to others. 
Now, by the way, it wasn't a unanimous decision. Uh, two people uh, did 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 uh, dissent in that in that case. But it's an interesting conversation about what the rights of of, of man are. What rights do they have? What is it that they can say yes and no to? What do you owe a society? But you would also have to enter into this the very, very different argument between smallpox and COVID. There's a large, large difference between them and that difference is is that covid cannot be eradicated thus the very idea that we are engaged in a vaccine that's where it all falls apart that's where it all falls apart so i had somebody uh, send me a tweet i'm confused by the reactions to the vaccines and mandates you're not confused you're just a schmuck looking for attention and unfortunately i responded to this guy who i, I we, we were on a youth group trip together. We went to Israel 30 years ago. And I, I, that, so I, I was, I was what, 18? 17, 18? He still thinks he's 17, 18. That's the problem. Never once grew up. That, that is the, 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 the real issue. They, 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 the idea that somehow the, you, you live in a world of childlike wonder and you don't see things the way uh, they, they are and be like, huh, well, that's wrong. You see things the way you want them to be and try and bend everyone to your will. That's, that's pretty ugly. But this isn't the only thing going on today. Can I share with you something that's going on today? Something serious and important that's going on today. There is a strange repeating radio signal near the center of the Milky Way. Just remember that you're standing on a planet that's evolving and revolving at 900 miles an hour. That's orbiting at 90 miles a second, so it's reckoned a sun that is the source of all our power. I don't think that's the uh, burst. It's uh, not a uh, fast burst, so and they can't figure out what exactly it is. It is repeating. It's near the center of the Milky Way. The um, Astrophysical Journal has found it. The energy source is finicky, appearing bright in the radio spectrum for weeks at a time, and then completely vanishing within a day. I'm telling you, there are things that we need to be paying attention to, even more so than COVID. Producer Ari, we're not alone. Yeah, I know. I just want you to know that. This didn't convince me of that, but yeah. Well, there's a radio signal coming from the middle of the Milky Way that we don't know what it is, and it comes and it goes. Most of these radio, as I've researched a lot of these. Hold on a second. Stop. You've researched a lot of these? I've read articles about this. Oftentimes, not every time, oftentimes... The most logical explanation is that it's one of our radio signals that's bouncing off a piece of metal or an asteroid and reflecting back to Earth. Most of the time. 
So you think that we, because we're always shooting things into space, we think something bounced off a planet or some other type of, of, of object and it's coming back to us. Sometimes a simplest explanation, man. Right. Here's what I think is happening. Uh, there's a society out there looking for a leader and they're asking for you, Ari. Well, I mean, both, both things can be true at the same time. Well, not, not in this case. It's one or the other. Either it's reflecting back on us, or you are about to be the leader of a new alien civilization. I'm the chosen one, baby. Yeah, it's reflecting back at us. You're right. You're 100% right. And thank you to everybody who uh, gave me their advice on the fox. Because, Ari, you may have a point. It may be a mom that was uh, so uh, midday. There's a fox in my backyard. It's the second time I've seen it. I'm like, it's weird, right? There's fox in the middle. Of it. Aren't foxes nocturnal? And uh, I've read places where, yes, and people are like, no, fox isn't nocturnal. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll, I'll take your word for it. And then producer Ari said it could be looking for food for for uh, some, some new babies. I'm like, oh, that's absolutely possible. And other people are like, we have a fox that comes up to the deck three times a month. That's fine. Leave them be. Don't bother them. I wasn't planning on bothering the fox. My my plan is to leave the fox alone. Extremely important to leave the fox alone. That's my take. I'm going to do just that. But uh, people sent uh, their their messages, and I greatly appreciate it. The one thing I'm not doing, you don't even ha- you didn't have to say it, guys. I appreciate you. I am not feeding the fox. I'm not leaving food out for the fox. No, 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 no. Not doing it. I wouldn't even know what to feed a fox. I'm not about to try. I'm not one of these people. Like the people at, at Yellowstone or wherever it is, and they try and get close to the moose or the bears. It's, it's a wild animal. You will end up dead. I'm not getting close to the fox. I think they like wine coolers. I met this one girl. She was a total fox. Loved wine coolers. Is there uh, any other uh, any other comedy you want to try out there, producer Ari? I thought it was worth a swing. You never know. Well, it's worth a swing with the chick, sure. <laughs> On that, you never know. You know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's Wayne Gretzky right there. That is Wayne Gretzky quote, and that's a good one. That's a good one. That's why you should never be afraid to introduce yourself to somebody, guys. Never be afraid to introduce yourself to a girl. I teach this uh, I, I, t- to anybody's kids who will listen. Never, ever be afraid. Girls, same thing. Never be afraid. Ever once, ever. All you have to do is walk up and say hello. That's all you got to do. You, you have no shot until you say hello. Don't ever be afraid. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's some good advice right there. Producer Ari, um, I, I'm assuming, I'm assuming did, did you miss most of your shots or did you hit some shots? A lot of air balls, Tony. Is that right? We went from hockey to, uh, to basketball, did we? Sports. I'm Tony Katz. It is not lost on me that we are entering the 20th anniversary of September 11th, as I have been discussing throughout the day. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. I am one of the people who believes that you need to take this time 
to go over what happened. You need to take this time to go back and look at photos. You need to take this time to go back and look at videos. You need to take this time to remember those that gave their lives for us. I lived in Washington, D.C. on September 11th. And I am here to tell you that not a day goes by in the 20 years. I mean, a lifetime has gone by here. An entire generation. But there's not a day in that 20 years that has gone by that I have not thought about that plane in Shanksville, Pennsylvania that saved my life. A restaurant manager at 9th and E in downtown D.C., nine blocks from the Capitol, seven blocks from the White House. That plane was heading for the White House. If it missed the White House, because that's low. It's low. It's not easy to get to. The Capitol would have been the next target, and it could have crashed anywhere in between. Those people saved my life. Let's roll. Saved me. I believe that then. I believe that now. I will believe that 20 years from now. To forget September 11th is to allow them, Al-Qaeda, terrorists, the evil, to win. It is imperative that one go through the timeline, take their time to walk through it, understand what it is that took place. It is imperative that you tell your kids. It's imperative that they understand how perilous it all is. And why it is we indeed fight. Now, they're going to look at Afghanistan and say, yeah, but we lost. Well, I'm not somebody who agrees with that. What I can tell you is maybe we didn't fight right. To train an Afghan military the way we train, but not necessarily the way they need to, that's a massive mistake. We didn't actually engage in nation building. We should have only been engaged in keeping the Taliban at bay. Killing who we can. Yes, it's them or us. I choose us. Just in case we're wondering. But you cannot in Afghanistan and in many of these nations, you can't get people to think like you do. They don't think like you do. It's a fundamentally different point of view that cannot be changed. So these are the things learned. And were Americans lied to uh, regarding Afghanistan? I'm willing to argue yes, absolutely. Were the soldiers who were sent there purposefully trying to deceive us? Absolutely not. They were completing the mission that was presented to them, and they did it well. Joe Biden didn't. That withdrawal is all him. Every last bit of it. And there is a reason for us not to engage in conflicts here, there, and everywhere. But there certainly was reason for us to respond with force. Fighting terrorism is not easy because it's not an enemy to, uh, to find. There's no nation there. And one of the things that we have to accept in this fight is that some people who don't deserve it are going to get hurt. The idea that the United States, it was the chickens coming home to roost, as Barack Obama's pastor despicably said, none of that is true. None of those Americans in the Twin Towers at the Pentagon in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, deserve to die. Not a single one. Not like this. Not because of this. And it's important for us to say so out loud. But any nation that will harbor people like that, that's a nation that must suffer.
If you ask me if Pakistan has suffered enough, I'll say to you, oh, hell no. And you say to me, Tony, it's just the leadership. And I'll say to you, yeah. And that's where it gets down to a real nitty gritty. About the fact that they, hey, it was just the leadership of the United States. Yeah, well, everybody suffers. Okay. Okay, that's the way of the world. Sometimes some people you don't want to have suffer suffers, and that's the way it goes. But it's us or them. The problem that some people have is that they cannot accept that. They can't accept that reality. I would rather be left alone. I would rather leave them alone. I'd rather not be bothered at all. But you threw, you flew planes into buildings and you killed thousands of people. You're going to have to suffer. And I believe you should you should still. But let that be to the side. Let's keep in mind that on September 11th, we should remember those who died. We should absolutely go through the timeline, see the images, see the videos. And remember, because it can happen again. It's our job to stand watch and remember. Monday, everyone. Take care.